Hey! Hey! Welcome to another special, because life is like a hurricane. It's, oh man, it's, I was gonna say that. It's it's great. We've got Tales of Daring Do. Bad luck, good luck, Tales. It's DuckTales. The final adventure happened. Uh, the reboot. So we're gonna do a special about that, because so far I think we've mostly just talked about Marvel things for the last few, as well as Steven Universe. So let's, let's do some, some more cartoons, some DuckTales. Uh, it's Geekly Reveal. Once again, it's me, your host, Dom, aka Brother Dom, all over the internet. And once again, I am joined by my Duckbergian co host. Could have thought that all better. Oh, don't tell people who you are. <laughs> hey, it's me, Stephanie, Captain Steph on Twitter, the Snowquare on Tumblr, etc. You know the drill. Um, you know, um, and you, partially we're doing this because we wanted to do some non, I mean, it's still Disney, I guess, but non other stuff uh, reaction stuff, but also just to save Eric. From listening to us gush about DuckTales for 45 minutes after making him listen to <laughs> us recap them for the entire season. It was a good season, too, and it we'll talk a, a small season. bit about that. But, uh, yeah, I think we're mostly going to talk about the finale and then just have, like, final thoughts and stuff from it. But, yeah, there's going to be another spoiler cast, so we're going to talk all about uh, the series finale of the DuckTales reboot um, and probably other episodes from it as they pop up. So if you don't want to hear that, uh, we have another episode out this week, so you can go listen to that again or our other interviews. But yeah, the last adventure happened, and it was a big old fan service smorgasbord of DuckTales adventures. How'd you like it? It was really good. I was worried about it because as if you've been listening to our previous episodes about this season, had some questions about the choices being made by the yeah. creative team. Yeah, I kind of felt like the back half of this season was kind of less good than we were sort of expecting or had been led to believe the rest of the show has been. Yeah. Not not bad by any means. Just, just kind, kind of, of when you... quiet almost. Yeah. Kind of that issue of when you set a bar really high and then you don't clear that bar every single time. People are like, oh no, this isn't as good when you're putting out things that would be considered A pluses on other shows. <laughs> yeah. Especially considering that it's a reboot. But it was, what, like an hour long, I want to say? Hour, hour and a half or something? Yeah, it was 66 minutes, I think. Yeah, so that's three episodes. And can I just start out by saying I'm really glad they just made it one special instead of, like, three three weeks per episode? Like, three episodes? Oof, that would have been rough. I would have been so upset. Like, so many cliffhangers, and I wouldn't want (laughs) to... I'd be like, just give me the whole thing. Uh, But it's a whole story, so it kind of works better as a full hour Release the uh, the four hour Duckbird cut. Um, Release the Duckbird cut. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, long story short, is a story of um, you know uh, the Scrooge McDuck clan finally wanted to uh, put an end to foul in all their nefarious ways once and for all. So it starts with a covert operation into their base. Uh, they find some Webby clones. They deal with that. Uh, some of the characters get stolen back by Fowl, including, I guess, Webby and Huey. Uh, Mrs. Beakley goes off on her own, and then Scrooge gets, like, all the other ducks that are the duck homies. And they all go the storm the... <laughs> they go storm the compound, and they uh, get in lots of fights, and eventually all get captured one way or another. And uh, there's lots of little details of how they get free from that, but eventually... The thing that has been Scrooge's power the whole time and saved him is the power of friendship and the power of family. And ultimately, that's what saves the day. And they beat the director, and they all fly off into the sunset and then fall out of the, the plane. And 
do a cool little like skydiving end of the show credits that's kind of reminiscent of the season two poster yeah a very cute way to end it really cute I, uh, I wanted to finally do a recap that wasn't 20 minutes long, so wow, that <laughs> I've was, done I, it. I was surprised. I was like, dang, you really just raced through that, man. That's the big hits, and I think all the details that matter are more of, are what make it good to watch and interesting, but we'll yeah. talk about them. But what I were you going to say? I don't know, I just feel like it, just like, the, it, it explained a lot about why the beginning of the season was so webby heavy. Yeah. Because, um... Because the finale was also very webby heavy, but yeah, <laughs> um, but like her origin story really plays yeah. a large part in the uh, in the finale. Yeah, I kind of wish they had spread it out more. Um, and I don't know if they purposely made it so that we would kind of not have her in the front of our head as much when we got to the finale. Um, but the big twist of the show is. Um, there was an episode that took place in the past where Scrooge had Donald and Della and went on an adventure to find some, like, magic contract thing. If you wrote on it, things would happen. Uh-huh. And uh, Fowl wanted to steal it. You know, the director and the secret agent character, they wanted to get it. But Scrooge wrote that it would not be able to be revealed to anybody but his direct heir. And I think they used some art- other artifact to make everybody else forget about it or something like that. So, yeah, maybe like a genie wish or something. I don't remember. Yeah, it, it was something within that episode where they're like, well, Scrooge, you're going to forget this adventure ever happened or something like that. So, um, Oh, yeah. So. so so that he could never find it, which was like the last missing mystery that they just couldn't figure out mm-hmm. what it was. And then, um, so what's the director's name? The buzzard? Bernard something? Yeah. he uh, His whole master plan was to create a clone of Scrooge so that a direct heir to Scrooge could <laughs> reveal the last treasure. And that turns out to be Webby who um, Mrs. Beakley, when she destroyed their base one time, just found this helpless child and took her with her. So they're like, well, damn, we don't have Webby anymore. So I guess we should make some clones of at least her, but that's not really a direct heir anymore. So they couldn't find the, uh, uh, the, the new piece of paper. Mm-hmm. So it turns out the whole clone plot line, they're like, why'd you create us? Like, I really just created you to reveal this thing to me, but you fell out of that. Cause I'm bad at science, but we got Webby, so um, <laughs> that kind of worked out. So we, it turns out that Webby is a Scrooge clone, aka his daughter, depending on how you how look at you cloning. Figure that, yeah. Which interesting twist. That's kind of I, I didn't see that coming, really. <laughs> no, I did not see that coming. Like pretty much up until they revealed it, I was like, like, cause like you just kind of assume that Webby has like. A sad backstory because her she, grandma. She's a, a Disney protagonist. Yeah, she's a Disney protagonist, and her grandma's a spy. Like, if her grandma's a spy and seems to have a sad backstory, it stands to reason that her parents aren't around because of some sad backstory reason. Yeah, I assume her parents were the same place that like Huey, Dewey, and Louie's par- dad was. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, like just he just doesn't exist. Cartoon. You know? Um. But we also find out some of the other stuff the director kind of orchestrated. Like, he kind of... It seems like he kind of orchestrated pushing funds into the Spear of Selene and kind of got Della to take it. Like, it's kind of... It's, mm-hmm. like, it he kind of is impl- just encouraged her to take it. And like, it's also yeah. revealed that his... That the... His grandma was the 
was the yeah, uh, um adventure the fucking what you call woodchuck yeah the, the first woodchuck founder, either yeah. his mom or his grandma i want to say it was his mom because he's old as hell so <laughs> yeah because he was the first junior woodchuck so yeah his so his maternal relation founded the woodchucks and he's mad about it yeah because she made him go on all these adventures that he was bad at and didn't want to go on them which is kind of uh, using TV tropes lingo, the reality ensues of, hey, what if, like, your older relative just took you on all these dangerous adventures? Like, actually, that would be terrifying. You would hate it. Um, but Scrooge kind of does it in a better way. Yeah. Like, he lets his kids, his nephews and nieces and stuff sit out if they want to. Mm-hmm. And, like, he's <laughs> teaching them, like, more, I guess, like, resourcefulness rather than just, like, throwing them into anything on... Like, he actually kind of guides them, which I guess it's kind of implied that the, the woodchuck lady was not so... Not so ideal. Uh, supportive, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah, Scrooge purposely is always like, don't come on this adventure, it's dangerous, and like, we're going to. He's like, well, I haven't been able to stop you this whole time, but... <laughs> so that's kind of cool. It seemed like... Yeah, his whole thing was... He was kind of guided by capitalism a little bit, because apparently whenever the world's thrown into chaos, he can't make quite as much money. Uh, uh-huh. And that seems to be his his external reasoning. But it, which it's fair. Like, oh, which fair, but it also seems like you're not actually doing this for capitalist reasons. That's more of an excuse. And your reason is you're just mad at adventuring. So you're going to blame... You're going to act like, oh, I'm just a capitalist. I'm just super greedy. It's like, yeah, but you're just not... You were always making money. Seems like you just hate adventuring. <laughs> Yeah, like, becoming the CEO of Scrooge's, like, this is a very complex master plot to to end the concept of adventuring. And also, like, it's not, I guess, like, he had captured, like, everyone else, like, Goldie and, like... Yeah. So, like, he really was trying to stop literally anyone from doing adventures. Yeah, he went to every length. I mean, he had all of Scrooge's nemeses who had previously come to some kind of understanding with him in that last episode. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he even had like the Beagle Boy, like all the Beagle Boys. He had Goldie, like you said. And I mean, even the Telspin kid was there. Uh-huh. It's like, well, I, I mean, we have to get you because you were in the show. Also the three Caballeros who are less adventurers and just a bad just, band. Yeah, just a one, like one hit wonder kind of, I guess. Like. Yeah. And also somehow captured Storkules, which is kind of impressive. <laughs> um... Well, I guess if you can depower Zeus for, like, five minutes, you can still Storkules. It's not that hard. But, no, so... Hmm. So that was his grand plan. It was to get Scrooge to sign a contract that said he wouldn't adventure anymore. He, it seemed like he didn't really want to bring any major harm to Scrooge. Or to stop him from yeah, being he rich. <laughs> he was like, just go be an old guy. And it's kind of revealed that he's the reason that Duckworth is dead. <laughs> like... Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh yeah, I tried to like separate you from everybody. Like, that's why Della went on the Spear of Selene, and that's what happened at Duckworth. Like, wait a minute, you just had this dude killed? Like, we can't go straight up had him murdered. And he came back as a ghost anyway, so not like it matters in the long run, but you did do that. Yeah, you actually made it worse. <laughs> you gave him more powers. But yeah, it also calls back a lot of, a lot of just devices and plot lines from the whole show. Like we said, it had the little contract paper. But it also brought back mm-hmm. the reality warper from the Darkwing Duck episode. Yeah. And he made it to like, eh, it's not going to send you to other place now. It's just going to like remove you from existence like on some Roger the, Roger Rabbit shit. And uh, that's that's terrifying to, <laughs> to just drop people into things. Just a little bit. That's some uh, Saturday morning cartoon level shenanigans. But 
Yeah, it was, that was, and like also the like part of the reason that part like part of the issue is that the like all of the missing mysteries are getting like stolen. Like that's kind of what leads them to the base in the first place. Is like doesn't don't the the other two clones steal the sword like Circulus' sword and like yeah so. Th- for some reason, the McDuck family thinks it's a good idea to bring those clones back from Fowl. I don't know why they thought that was a good idea. Um, I guess I guess because Miss Beakley did it once before and it turned out all right. <laughs> but that was like a, a baby versus these are like young teens. Right. These are yeah. These are like who uh, sentient beings yeah. who have been brainwashed their entire lives. Yeah. Who uh, Webby's current GFs are very jealous of. Um, They're super jealous of. Also, it was really, there was, like, a really unnecessary <laughs> line where, like, Lena was like, she already has sisters. And I was like, no, she has a girlfriend. She's allowed to have sisters, too. But we look at the, she has, like, this cork board of, like, all the McDuck connections that, like, it's her little, like, Charlie from Always Sunny board. And then it has, like, I'm like, well, who are these two? It's like, oh, those are my friends. Like, it's, but there's, like, a heart around Lena. It's like, oh, yes, my two friends that I drew hearts around. Yes, it's, <laughs> that's that's the basis <laughs> of our relationship. Um, my two friends who I heart very much. We wear friendship bracelets, and that's the source of Lena's magical power. So <laughs> but, yeah, so that, that was kind of a weird plan from the Ducks, but they, they've done silly things the whole time, and... Uh, what else? So yeah, they storm the they storm the castle, and we get, we get to see lots of cool fights actually, and all the that's true. All the uh, characters get to show off their thing. Like Darkwing Duck hates Gizmo Duck and likes Fenton, uh-huh. and eventually comes to the conclusion that Launchpad is Gizmo Duck, um, because Launchpad uses the armor, but <laughs> mm-hmm. he thinks that it was Launchpad the whole time, which is just silly. The Darkwing Ducks kind of. Kind of a, a doof. Yeah, he's kind of a doof. Not quite on Launchpad's level, but you know, his whole skill set is is like the not like he was an actor. He's not even like Batman, where he's like a rich guy. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's not. He's like... literally like the guy who replaced a TV show actor. <laughs> yeah, like not like the original Darkwing Duck who was just a guy. This guy, <laughs> this is just an actor who doesn't the powers of just a guy. He's yeah, he's. <laughs> But he's competent as the original Darkwing Duck. Maybe like a two, two or three punches below him, uh, but yeah. still solves things the same old ways through luck, sheer determination, and then Launchpad and Goslin solve the issues. <laughs> yeah. Um. Who Go- Goslin got to be badass? Yeah, like her slingshot and stuff like that. Um. But yeah, they get into a fight with a bunch of. They get in a fight with Steelbeak again, who uses the smart ray that he had from before to make himself more smarter. I think his words. Um, he doesn't make... Oh, also, he even has... They even had the, the fucking Rescue Rangers in their prison. Yeah, which I don't know why they... I don't even know how they knew the Rescue Rangers were out there. <laughs> I know that they made them, but I didn't realize that they were aware of that. Um, so good <laughs> on them to bring it back, but... Because well, well, they, they, from the last Steel Big episode, they made them. Yeah, I know he made them. So it like, seemed like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just kind of that they were, it, to the characters in the show, an innocuous background detail. But to us, that yeah. they were there. Um, I don't know. Maybe they knew about it. But yeah, still Beak made himself smart. He was originally a Darkwing Duck villain, right? I do not know the answer I, to that. I think, I think he was. Because that fits more with like Darkwing Duck than just being in DuckTales. Because he didn't really do... Yeah, Fowl was a Darkwing Duck thing. Um, okay. I think originally. But yeah, so he comes out and, you know, he's he's... When he makes himself smarter, he becomes more of like a combat pragmatist. So he's able to like fight Gizmo Duck. 
and uh, Darkwing Duck, because Gizmo Duck's made of metal and still be- can beak bite? What do birds do? Do they bite things? It's not a peck. It's, it's a bite, but... Yeah, I guess. He can he can bite through Gizmo Duck, and he can just overpower Darkwing. And he's smarter than Launchpad, but Launchpad can take a beating because they're like the same size, and eventually he uses his... Uh, smart... Launchpad's just like a tank. Yeah, Launchpad's just... He just tanks damage. That's why he can crash a plane and walk out of it. He's just pure tank. Uh, but eventually, we find out they have all like the characters locked up, so he just calls back all of Scrooge's enemies to fight Launchpad, and Launchpad is just getting his ass beat by, like, ten people, and still kind of standing. Um, <laughs> but The true hero of Duckburg. But at some point, uh, the little Boyd robot reconfigures the Gizmo Duck oh, armor yeah. to work again. Because, <laughs> yeah, like, Gizmo Duck and, well, Fenton and Darkwing get captured, but the armor doesn't, because you want to keep them separated, but it's a whole thing. But Launchpad tries to say the catchphrase and gets it wrong but the suit's smart enough to say that's fine to figure out yeah like close uh, enough and then yeah uh launchpad begins to pilot the uh the gizmo duck suit because he can pilot everything i don't think he can land everything and but you know using uh gyroscopes and stuff it kind of self-balances you know it's get it gyro duck and uh. he beats everybody's ass and they eventually get unhypnotized and like oh yeah this is this is weird but okay so that was fun yeah. Boyd's body gets destroyed, and he has to be, like, on Gyro's little angry light bulb man for a while. That was weird. Yeah, it was really weird, but kind of cute, you know? Yeah, weird in, yeah, weird in a cute way, not, like, weird in, like, like Gravity Falls body horror kind of way. Yeah, like, I think his head has popped off before, maybe, but he's like, guys, where's my body at? Oh, we should explain. So, when all the adults <laughs> go to Storm Fowl Castle... Uh, they're like, hey, Dewey, you remember how we made sure to set up that you can fly the plane? We need to just fly this plane and just, you know, keep our escape ready. And Lena, use your magic to make it invisible. And Louie, like, yeah, keep everyone's All you high. kids, just hang out. <laughs> yeah, just hang out <laughs> on this plane while we go, like, go try to get into danger. While the adults and, uh, fix things, which is always how it works well on a children's show. And they proceed not to fix things at all. Um, mm-hmm. Because despite the fact that, like, Donald, Della, and Scrooge can kind of fight, uh, Donald and Della were never around when, uh, Andrew Carnegie Duck got a mech butler guy. <laughs> so, like, oh, oh cute yeah. little baby! And Scrooge's like, no! And then no, they- it's not a baby. And they bring back, like, the Fountain of Youth de-aging water to, Fucking uh- Fucking Rock- Rockefeller Duck? Yeah, Rockefeller. Is it Duckefeller, Rock-a-Duck? Rock-a-Bye-Duck Baby? Uh, they aged the little butler back up into a, a big monster. Big Frankenstein monster man. He just handles, Don- like, despite the fact that Donald and Della can do that thing where they, like, zip around you really fast, they're no match for a tank class. It's just how it works. Um, so the boys are, uh, the kids are like, oh, we gotta help, we gotta help. And and Lena's like, finally, so she can drop the invisibility field, which was very dangerous. And, uh... Don Carnage shows up. Very funny that the Telspin bad guys show... Well, I guess it happened with Val, but, like, yeah, the Telspin bad guys show up far before the heroes do from that show. <laughs> and, uh, he wants to finally get his revenge on Dewey, which he can't because Dewey's a better pilot because he's a main character. And he plays chicken with him, and Don Carnage gets scared and crashes, and something crashes their plane. Um, I think just reckless unknown. flying. Probably um, just reckless flying. But um, of course they survive it. They've survived a launch pad crash before, so 
because um, Dewey realized he's like I'm not as smart as Scrooge and I'm not as like fearless as mom and Louie's like then be yourself he's like yeah, aww Dewey it yeah it was cute it was it's very cute to Dewey it so they do all that um which I thought was fun seeing everybody get to use their powers and then I mean I guess Violet doesn't really have any powers but she's still got to fight at some point by knowing she's things she's got the power of knowing things yeah which is reading is fundamental also her dads have no clue <laughs> that she's just off on <laughs> she's off on some like random island like stopping fuck it or like on a plane like <laughs> stopping super villains yeah which those poor guys they have no idea um she's a better woodchuck than huey as we saw but so yeah that's most of the fan service i could think about um at some point uh gear loose and whoever he was with i forget they get captured and the horse gets hit with that ray oh yeah <laughs> that's uh it, it wakes up the the man horse the yeah. headless man horse. Yeah, because its whole shtick is it makes inanimate things animate and animate things inanimate. So <laughs> it it uh unanimates his body but reanimates his head. <laughs> He's like, oh great, oh man, like this this isn't the way I wanted it to be. <laughs> it's like the like the old guy in Hunchback of Notre Dame who keeps like escaping prison and then falling into like manholes and stuff. Yeah, and uh, they use that to reference gargoyles, um, the old Disney cartoon. When he's like, I live again, was like a line in the intro. Um, and they play like a similar oh, yeah. song, like while, like while Rock Thing is coming alive. So it's, <laughs> I think it was the same guy that voiced the main gargoyle. So it's like, they knew what they That's were doing. Awesome. Giving as much fan service as they can. Um, But that's, I guess, uh, April, May, and June. Webby was codenamed April and the two twins mm-hmm. are May and June. I guess that's a reference. I guess Daisy had her analog of nephews in some of the old like cartoons and comics. Uh, oh yeah. April, oh, May, also, I forgot that it starts out with like Daisy, like Donald and Daisy are like, "I just want to go on vacation." Yeah. <laughs> and like, let the man go on vacation. Like Della's giving him shit for wanting to, like, go away. But like this man, the last time people thought he was on vacation, he was a like lost at sea. Yeah, because he was captured on the moon first. He was first. captured on the moon. <laughs> like. Which, I guess, in her defense. She has been on the moon for the past however many years, ten years or so. Yeah. So she's like, I've only like, been back for like three months, and now you're leaving. Which he's like, I need, I, I can't be here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> there was a speaking of moon, moonlanders. There was a distinct lack of penumbra in the finale. I think she might have been in one of the cages, but other yeah. than that, like she was in one of the cages, and she was like, when everyone's like cheering on Launchpad, like, dude, I know you can do it. Like, you're like a good friend. We believe in you because like power friendship needs to power him back up to use the suit. She was like, I also believe in you, Launchpad Duck or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, which is cute that she got to be there and acknowledged. Um, mm-hmm. she's like, yo, I don't dislike Launchpad. I'm just like hella gay. Like, <laughs> um. Which I wish they would have resolved that and gave her a cute Earth girlfriend. Yeah, like Della. Yeah, like Della. Actually, that's that's probably what Della's doing when we don't see her on screen is hanging out with Penumbra. Penny, I say. But, yeah, I, mean, I think that's most of the fun little things. But yeah. Um, one issue I had, not an issue so much, just something I wish they would have elaborated on. Um, at the end of the, <laughs> the Oasis Ready Player One episode... We see uh, Gandra get captured by Fowl, and then she's just free here. And it's like, oh, that seemed like it was going to be a bigger deal. But no, she just got captured like everybody else, which we didn't see on screen. Yeah, so, it would. I feel like it would have been a stronger 
thing if we had seen the other folks also get captured. Yeah. Like, just in some small way. And I don't remember if we saw that happen to Storkules and, like, Zeus. Or if they were just getting laughed at by Hades. Yeah, I don't think so, but... Yeah, I can't remember. But yeah, they paid a lot of, uh... There's, like, a lot of, like I said, a lot of fan service callbacks. I think we should have been able to piece together faster that Webby was related to Scrooge. Because, like, that's... Yeah. Like, if, if you would have seen those episodes back-to-back, I'd have been like, wait, why can Webby do that? Um... And it kind of explains, like, her obsession with the McDuck clan and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And still has the found family element. I mean, she did find two girlfriends, and her grandma found her, who's just her godmother, relatively. <laughs> yeah. Uh, funny to see at the end when Scrooge is, like, being overprotective of her. It's like, you have never shown this level of protection over any of your nephews or, or Della or Donald, even. But, yeah, it's just kind of, like, a, a cute thing with Scrooge. Yeah. Um, yeah, and of course the 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 heartwarming ending is that there's the the uh, even though the contract that Foulman has written ah uh, yes for Scrooge is no is like ironclad that he will never be able to adventure again. He underestimated that real advent that family is the the greatest adventure. Yeah. And there and you can't make them not family. Yeah, and that line would be cheesier if Scrooge hadn't already said it a couple times before. So it's like yeah. it was more of a payoff rather than just like an ass pool. Um, I always read like TV tropes after things after things conclude, and it showed a, some examples of like that contract is willing to bend the rules to to be literal. Like it's a, it has like genie magic. Uh-huh. So like even the stuff they were making to do the first time was kind of like I mean you could theoretically put it this way. Uh-huh. Um, that kind of logic to it. So by saying, yeah, family is the ultimate adventure. So you can't stop me from adventuring from making me stay with my family. The contract's like, that's good enough for me. Yep. yep <laughs> you're, no long- you're no longer bonded. See you later. <laughs> and uh, I, He throws his henchman into the, the murder machine. We can just call it. Yeah. And uh, black hair and the spy lady. She's like, cool. You're finally a villain. Told you. Ha ha. You suck. Um, he was like, I'm just trying to be a, an accountant. Yeah. And the sword he had, like, that amps your own power up made him, like, a really ugly monster man, which is kind of cool. And then Scrooge's villains come out, and he's like, guys, I'm not a villain. And, like, Magic is like, no, you really aren't. <laughs> You're so bad. Like, you got defeated by this guy easily. We at least, <laughs> we at least make him work for it. You just got beat up by his friends. Like, Scrooge didn't even stop you. You got beat by the kids. Yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, cute enough. And then Magicka turns him into, like, a, a buzzard, like a, a anthropomorphic... Like an actual yeah, fucking like, vulture. <laughs> yeah, like a non-cartoon vulture. Well, no, he's a cartoon, but, like, non-anthropomorphic. Um, yeah. Like, so in I, the same way that, like, there was the the bit with Penumbra and the ducks. Yeah. Kind of like the way her brother did, actually. That we saw in the Scrooge trial episode, how her magic turned her brother into, like, a non-sentient bird. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so like she purposely did it to this guy. I, I guess for revenge for being captured? Because um, other than that, he didn't really do anything to the villains other than lock them away and threaten to maybe kill them? Possibly, that if, if that was the case, then yeah. <laughs> then yeah, then that's bad. Or that's, <laughs> that's punishable, at least, I guess. Yeah. And what's his face? Uh, the Magicka gonna Magicka. Yeah, she does what she wants to do. 
And Flint Hart Glumgold was there, just kind of laughing. Even he was <laughs> like, when people got turned into to like mindless zombies to fight for Steelbeak, he wasn't successfully doing anything. He was kind of cheering because yeah. he's that ineffectual. But other than that, no Mark Beaks though. Oh yeah, I don't remember seeing him. He might still be stuck in cyberspace. That would be funny. Or like, I guess no, he's just a horrible businessman. He doesn't really try to adventure. He just tries to steal ideas. So there's not really yeah. any need to stop him from doing what he's doing on a daily basis. <laughs> if you stop Scrooge, then you don't have him stealing Gizmo Duck or whatever. Yeah. Oh, I like that uh, Lena doesn't have to use her costume to use her powers unless it's like a super move. Yeah, I, I like not... that too because her costume <laughs> is corny looking at, mo- at best. Yeah, which is fine. It's, uh, it's a kid's show. It's a kid's show, yeah. But... I, I didn't love it, <laughs> I'll be honest. But yeah, I mean, yeah, and we got to see, like, Webby's character development. She wanted to know about her past and stuff like that, and she can kick ass and mimic people well, which is a skill we've seen her mimic voices before, so. Mm-hmm. And That's we, it. like, like, part of, she has, like, a very, like, movie plot arc in this, like, because she, she wants to know about her family, and so she actually, like, she doesn't get captured by Fowl so much as she escapes and pretends to be one of her clones. Yeah. For a while, in order to like learn more, then she gets captured. But it's after <laughs> after she has done quite a bit of infiltrating on her own. Yeah, and successfully like subdued the other clone and just pulled the old switcheroo that all the triplets can do because they look exactly the same yeah. without their clone. Red hat clone. triplet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Red yeah. nephew. Yeah, Gearloose is a treat because he just doesn't see. He's smart enough to know the difference, but just chooses not to care. Oh yeah, at one point he's like telling them how, telling the nephews how to break them out, and I think Dewey's like, "Uh, we're ten. He's like, "Just, just, just cut the red wires." Like, "Oh yeah, whenever they need to save the world, it's powerful." But you ask them for this, oh, we're kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, come on. That was a that was a good line, actually. Yeah, <laughs> but I like. I think good. it's a really good send off to a. I would love to see more adventures, and you never want to see something good end. Mm-hmm. But, but I'd it was rather... a very good send-off, too. Yeah. I'd, I'd rather see it end on its... Relatively on its own terms, or at least have an ending, than to not have an ending, because that's just disappointing Depressing. when things don't end. <laughs> yeah, especially when like you're building a real plot arc like this was. Yeah, we need to see Fowl have a conclusion. Whether or not the show ended... Because it's not like the show finished in a way that said there could never be any more adventures. It was just like, well, Fowl is done. Yeah, uh, exactly. At least as it currently stands. I'm sure Stillbeak is still out there just being a, a, a Darkwing Duck criminal, but not with Fowl. <laughs> <laughs> um, but overall, good reboot. I think that's... Yeah, very solid reboot. They uh, fleshed out characters, gave them personalities, while still letting them be cookie cutter of each other in ways that they wanted to. Um, but gave them unique skills. The animation in this episode was also beautiful, like very fluid animation. Um, I don't know if you caught any of that, like the difference between this episode and some of the other ones, but just some of the expressions in, in between animations besides the keyframes is just beautifully done <laughs> uh, on another angle. But yeah, overall... Oh, no, yeah, I wasn't like super paying attention to it, but I definitely know what you mean. Yeah, I think I just saw a tweet at one point that showed 
some episodes you can see they spend a little bit more on the animation. Like, especially, like, the uh, Astro Boy Boyd episode. Oh, yeah, um, definitely. Because they were doing anime, but then you could see in some of the other episodes, someone pointed out, like, how much of the, the animation budget just Dewey must cause, like, with a how animated <laughs> he acts. Um, and they could definitely have cheaped out a little bit more than they did, but to, like, nah, we're gonna really animate this kid. It's, uh, it, it was beautifully done. Great show. I recommend everybody watch. I think it's coming to Disney Plus at the end of the month or something. That makes sense. But you could tell it was made by people who really loved it, I'd say. Yeah, definitely. People, the people involved were really, pa- must have been really passionate because it was very well done. And I know that the people who, like, the, the bit, whatever um, reaction, like, they were very um, appreciative of the, like, reactions people had when they found out it was being canceled or, like, ending. Like, yeah. they were very appreciative of the fan, like, outcry. Yeah, you don't see, like, a this much of a fan outcry when something's bad. Or when it's being disappointing, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, there will be like, hey, you know, there's still so much potential, could you try to make this good? Versus, man, it's been good this whole time, I hate to see it go, but I get it? Yeah. Man, that's a good place to be. This is how reboots, I think, should go, you know? It's, it's, it's not necessarily a replacement of the original, but it does so much different that... It it's not the, the same. original in a way that's also good to the original. Yeah, like you couldn't just watch the this or the original and be like, "Well, I got the full experience." Like they're additive, you know, and mm-hmm. interesting. Um, and like I said way back when, as soon as I heard the moon theme in the show, I'm like, "These are fans of this series, and they're <laughs> not here to half-ass it." This is really cute. So, I wish we would have saw more Goofy and Max. Yeah, but you know, it wasn't their show. Yeah, it was fun to see them leave it to even to have the cameo. Oh, and it was nice with the Goofy episode, because it was a preview of WandaVision, so that was nice. Yeah. <laughs> An angry magic user who just wants to have peace with their family, and they create a fake television show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the only thing that would have made that episode funnier is if Dewey would have been, like, not part of the spell and just was like, oh, I thought we were just doing a bit for Uncle Donald. <laughs> I'm like, no, we're stuck. Like, oh, well, I guess that explains it. Right. here. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, um... Yeah, I, I could gush about it all day, but I don't really have much else to say. I think the plot lines were good. I feel like the new characters were fun. The repurposing of old characters was fun. Yeah, it was all handled really well, I thought, and I really enjoyed what it brought to the story. Yeah. You have any like, other- Sorry, go ahead. No, I'm just gonna just like saying like it. I appreciate what it brought to the story. Like I, the building on the previous characters was great. Like the way that they, um, like when all your characters are ducks, it's easy to say like, oh well, we don't have to worry about diversity because all the characters are ducks, like or various birds or dogs. But like they still were able to bring in like Latinx representation and like queer representation and like build a like a great world without needing to like sacrifice and like even amongst like the main cast like there's a lot of like diversity in the voice cast and i think that's just nice yeah i were able to bring that to the table yeah i appreciate that they were able to do something with that like there are people in the main cast that are like, you could have just had an all-white cast, and we would have found out, but we wouldn't have, like, known right away, and mm-hmm. a lot of the big names are, but a lot of the main cast, not, let me not say a lot, but, like, 
a fair share of the main cast is people of color. Like, I think Miss Be- Beakley's voice is a black lady. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and uh, who else? I mean, it's Whichever just like, one the guy hmm? from Community plays. Yeah, Danny Pudi plays Huey. And uh, so that's cool. You have him there. And Stephanie Beatrice is a voice in this somewhere. Oh, yeah, she's Goslin. That's right. Yes, yes, yes. That's She's Goslin. And then, and, like, Audrey McDonald or someone is the harp. Yeah. Some, like, very famous Broadway, black Broadway person. Oh, yeah. And, and Lin-Manuel Miranda's famous already, but, like, you know, we did make uh, Gizmo Duck and Fenton, more specifically, like, a Latino character. Um, and, like, yeah, it's like, in they his name and he stuff. Yeah, like, he could have just been playing Fenton. He didn't have to be, Fenton, like, Fenton Crackshell. He didn't have to be Fenton Crackshell Cabrera. Yeah. And have, like, a very... Funny, like, Latina, mo- like, overbearing mom. Yeah, like, I love that. I love when characters are, like, the joke isn't their ethnicity, it's just, like, who they are, like, oh, she's an overbearing mm-hmm. mom, that's cool, like, uh, also happens to be a Latina woman, like, those aren't, like, the joke isn't her race or anything like that. Yeah. There's another show that's on right now where, they, like, one of the characters is gay, and that never really, like, it comes up as part of the story, like, he dates guys, but the whole joke uh-huh. of his character is that, like, it's a sitcom, and he's just, like, a goofy dude. And the joke is never that he's gay. The joke is just, like, wow, you are out there, bro. Like, I don't know how you're ever finding a boyfriend the way you are kind of stuff. Like, <laughs> Rough. Um, and at one point, like, he kisses a guy in front of a bunch of other people, and everyone's like, oh, that's nice. Like, cool. It's whatever. Like, it's, it's, it's a character kissing. Um, that's a different show. It's a different thing. But, mm-hmm. yeah. And then, like I said, yeah, Violet has two dads. And I think Violet's probably supposed to be black. Or like yeah, com- some black coated. <laughs> her numbers are gay. Yeah, she is. Like they, they, yeah, she's just Moon Zarya. Like I know what's going on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you can't fool me. But yeah, I t- tons of good things to say about this show. Sad to see it go, but happy to see it go on such a high note and show that reboots don't have to be garbage, or like you could still. Like, it just makes me think of the Powerpuff Girls reboot, the cartoon one, not the edgy one, which is going to be hilarious, mm-hmm. but it's different. But the Powerpuff <laughs> Girls cartoon reboot and Teen Titans Go that lost older audiences because um, pa- they were pandering to younger audiences rather than creating for them. And I'm assuming DuckTales is doing decent with children if it if they kept getting the ratings to keep showing it. Mm-hmm. But I think adults like it because, hey, this is a solidly made show that's clearly for children and... You know, that's fine. It has, like, solid plotting and solid animation. Like, there's a reason that adults are drawn to it. Yeah. So, I think that's how you can do things. You know, they didn't have to make an edgy DuckTales. They didn't have to make, like, DuckTales Baby Show Hour. They just made another DuckTales with lots of love and care, and people liked it. So, salute to another great one. Yeah. Life will continue to be like a hurricane in other ways. Yeah. Like the 101 Dalmatians cartoon. Yeah, I saw a commercial for that while I was watching it, and I was like, sorry, yeah. what? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> I just was like, how do you go On from Dalmatian such a Dalmatian Street? Note? Like, what? What are we doing? <laughs> it just looks so weird. Um, and Cruella DeVille, like, is a bratty kid or something? I couldn't tell what was going on, but... Disney go to Disney, I guess. Um, any final thoughts on all this? I talked a bunch, but... No, I, I just... Just agree. Like, I had a really good time watching the show in general. Like, it's one of those things that, like, I, like 
when I told people, like, yeah, I'm watching DuckTales, it's really good. They were like, you're watching DuckTales, it's really good. It's like, trust and me. Then, and then they'd watch it and be like, oh. DuckTales is really good. Like, yeah, I fucking said. <laughs> yeah, it's probably my favorite cartoon reboot. Probably one of the best cartoons it's been on in a while. I think it's weird to see it ended so well in, like, Steven Universe. In Universe Future ended us so... Like, <laughs> Weirdly. Like, okay, this is cool, I guess. Like, I'm glad there's a conclusion, but I... I felt this was more conclusive and it didn't even conclude anything other than, like, this could have just been a season finale, but the show feels yeah, like... Yeah, like, there could have been another, like, arc villain later yeah. on. Yeah, like, we could have just been like, oh, well, Magicka, like, brought back an army, or, like, there's some other, like, Flintheart decided to get his shit together, or, like, where's the mayor at from, you know? They could have done more, and I'd be, I'd love it if they did, but this feels cool. It's done, high note, main plot solved, all the relationships are tied up cool but steven universe had like a full ass ending we're like hey we stopped the big bad i'm like golly that happened quick Uh, (laughs) um and oh he's a monster now but not really and he's gonna leave that's i feel like i needed more to feel complete with that versus this i just i want more but i'm fine and i don't know i'd like to interrogate that at some point not to not not right now but you know it was Overall, just, like, a, a really good time, so. Can't gush enough. You cut off for, like, an entire two minutes there from, like, uh, full-ass ending on. Uh, I have no idea what you said. No, it's fine. <laughs> no, I was just, um, for, for uh, all intents and purposes, I was just saying it's it ended so much. I think about this ending versus, like, Steven Universe and Steven Universe Future. Mm-hmm. And, like, those had, like, actual conclusions to, like, like a series conclusion versus this just kind of had like a plot ending and like, like yeah, you said, it could have went to another <laughs> yeah and that left me want like i felt like i needed more to get a complete ending versus this it was just like i want more but i don't need more but that was like so steven just talked white diamond out of like mass genocide conquering and then we time skip to the movie and everyone in the universe is just fine with it except someone that was personally hurt by pink diamond Yep. Like, uh, like, what about all the stuff the Crystal Gems were doing for the past millennia? Like, we're all just cool with that now? Like, Earth yeah, wouldn't be so pissed. War crimes some more. Yeah, like, as an Earthling, I'd be like, I guess that's fine. They didn't really do anything to us that we could tell, but, like, seems like they were gonna destroy us, and they've destroyed most of the universe? Like, and everyone's fine with it now, because, like, some little white kid told White Diamond to stop, and she listened, like... I don't know if I trust yep. that. Like it's, and then he just leaves town. Like, well, this is the end of my arc. I'm going on an adventure. Like, sounds like your arc just started. Right. <laughs> like, but versus like this, it just it it ended in a way that maybe just like, oh, that's a it's a cute ending. They're all like going into little friend groups, you know. Like, Darkwing ducks in free fall and can't do anything without his two best friends. Like that's. It's like sim- it's like symbolic. It's on the nose, but it's like clearly <laughs> symbolism. Like he's falling, even though he has all the tools. But they're like, no, we'll hold your cape, and now we can land safely. It's like that's it. That's Darkwing Duck. That's the show. Like that's it. Yeah. <laughs> but still, he did it in a cute way, and uh, yeah, that's it. I'm done. That's it. That's the show. We loved it. Yes. Despite 
some complaints about the way that the third season panned out order-wise, I guess. Like, the overall presentation is a solid... I would, I'll, I'll give it a 9 out of 10 for the whole show. Yeah, I'd give it a 9 out of 10. And I, I wonder if there was any background stuff that maybe changed... That could have been that last 10, like, were they rushed at the end? Did they want to do another season? Like, maybe stuff could have been finalized with the three caballeros maybe telespin would have had an actual arc maybe we got like some darkwing duck stuff mm-hmm. but those so are like the one but yeah but those are things that get you from like a nine to a ten and you don't really need that you passed with a nine like yeah. <laughs> you got an a <laughs> yeah and if we grade on a curve we're at like 12 out of 10 but <laughs> yeah for real yeah I, I think i'd give it a nine nine and a half really good didn't expect much from it at all i i, I you probably could tweet search me saying, who's asking for this? Who needs this? I wouldn't be surprised if I said <laughs> some, some incorrect ass shit like that. But yeah. Turns out it was us. We needed it. We I, I, oh, Did I need this? <laughs> it's a feel good show. Let's end it. Um, Social media biz. Would you mind kicking that off for the people who may be coming for the first time to this? Yeah. Um, if you want to find us on social media, you can do that. You can find us on the internet um at characterreveal.simplecast.fm you can find us on twitter at character rev you can find us on instagram and facebook at character reveal um you can follow me at captain stuff on twitter the snow queer on tumblr and hell stuff excuse me on instagram and you can find dom anywhere he wants to be found at brother dom that's me yep you can do it it's great but yeah that's that's everything um DuckTales, just pretend you hear the theme song. It's a good time. Appreciate you all, and uh, we'll be back again with whenever something ends. Hey, you ends. can use the moon theme for the, uh, for the intro music. Oh. oh, you know I'm going we to. use it in the past. <laughs> it's such a good song. But yeah, listeners, thanks for hanging out with us uh, on another uh, spoiler cast. We'll be back with another one as soon as a thing happens. Probably Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I don't know. Disney owns everything now. So, But until yeah. next time, we'll see you later. Bye.